Welcome to the Chelsea Robson IRL podcast, where we're going to talk side hustles, self-improvement, and entertainment. I'm a singer-songwriter, traveler, Simpsons fan, and overall free market enthusiast. Every episode, I try to include a little bit of what's happening in my world, as well as a bit of encouragement for yours. Saddle up for a great interview today with Stephanie Butler. She's the creator of MyStoryMentor.com. We'll talk about business ownership, how she got into that space, as well as how you can help build deeper bonds and possibly overcome past strife through family history. It's a great episode. So let's jump right in. And I am so happy to be able to introduce one of my favorite people in the world. Stephanie Butler has come on here to help share her story on why she started her most recent business and kind of the story behind it and everything that's exciting about that. But before we jump into that, I wanted to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by IRLbrandmarketing.com. Get discounts on hosting, website security, and all the tools you need to build your online business. It's the same quality of products and 24-hour customer support that you would get from big companies like GoDaddy, except cheaper. Plus, you get free advertising from me when you buy from IRLbrandmarketing.com. So, Stephanie, you are one of my listeners. You have been there from the very start and on multiple podcasts that I've that I've been recording over the years. So I'm excited to really, I'm really excited to have you on here. Also, you are my cousin. So <laughs> full disclosure, <laughs> <laughs> full disclosure on this. So there's fun. A, there's a long history, but long history, <laughs> lots of projects together, <laughs> but she also did get the hosting from IRL marketing. So here Absolutely. we are today and I'm exciting. Yeah, I'm let's do it. So Stephanie, tell us about this project that you're working on right now? Absolutely. So um, my background is in uh, change management consulting for small businesses. And um, I decided I wanted to start another small business of my own that specifically teaches um, folks how to record and create audiobooks of their own personal history. So it goes into the genealogy book, uh, genealogy realm, film history realm, all of those um, subcategories of of folks out there. I noticed after some research and attending some conferences like the Roots Tech Conference, which is a big one in Salt Lake City, that there was a huge market um, in one specific area. There were, as far as creating your own audiobook or writing your own life history, there was plenty of options at the higher end. Um, if we're talking, you know, four or five, six thousand dollars, there's definitely people out there that can help you do that and create an audiobook that's or physical copy of a book that tells your life story. Um, a really nice biography, lots of pictures. There's great companies out there that already do that. However, I noticed there really wasn't anything for folks in the lower dollar category. And there's plenty of people, lots of boomers, lots of people hitting that point of their life where they really want to reflect and um, are thinking about their legacy and what they want to leave to other people. Um, and it was just missing. There's some other great things for really motivated individuals like StoryWorth, where they can write and type their own. But I just noticed there's people like my dad who would never, ever, ever do that. Right. <laughs> he would. 
he would never sit down and do it. And so as his child, I'm like, how, how am I going to get this to happen? Right. Um, He will never sit down and enter a prompt. He will never check his email. He doesn't even enter text messages. So that wasn't really going to (laughs) work. Right. So the next thought, um, that kind of triggered this company. It all, it all starts with your why behind it. And uh, my mom passed away really unexpectedly. So bam, just like that, we lost an opportunity to record her story, to get a book, her, her life history book written, wasn't going to happen. A few months later, about a year later, bam, my nephew passed away. That opportunity was gone. So if there's this huge market of people that you know, life can hit you very unexpectedly that want to tell their stories, but don't have the resources for the higher end or don't have the skills or motivation for the lower end products. And I wanted to find something that fit right in that niche, which is the My Story Mentor Storyteller online course. I'm so excited. Which is what we're here to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, so over the summer, I went out to, you are in DC as Washington, DC. I don't think we mentioned that, but you are in DC and I was also putting together a course of my own of how to write custom or not just custom songs, but just like how to write songs. And one specifically was about, uh, about someone else that you love basically. And so Stephanie was like, I'm really wanting to put this project together. And I said, well, why don't I just go out there and we can be accountability buddies and do it together. So we both on separate couches <laughs> but still in the same place, uh, decided to put these together. And so I was able to help her a little bit with a couple of the different portions of this. And I'm really excited about it because like, as she was mentioning it, I was like, man, this would be so great to be able to do with even, uh, with my family. And so it's, um, tell me about the, how you went about translating it for, you know, somebody like me who's wanting to maybe interview or start it for their family above or below. Absolutely. So as we were going through the research, I was looking at maybe two two different courses, one for the storyteller person who's telling their story and one for someone who might want to record or interview someone and Mm -hmm. decided we're just going to put them all in one. We're not going to mess around. Let's get people the information and help empower them to be able to do it because it's it's daunting enough already (laughs) um, (laughs) to be able to do this and sit down. Um, And so we created it's basically the course content is only 30 minutes. So if you can sit down and, and watch videos for 30 minutes, which is, you know, just slightly more than a sitcom, a little bit less than any other TV show we watch. You can go through all the basics of like interviewing technique, um, etiquette, as far as introducing, making your person feel really comfortable. And this is from the interviewer's perspective, right? Um, Answering some questions just about what's a good way to set up a camera? What's a good way to, you know, do I need a mic? What kind of mic do I need? Can I use my phone? Yes, absolutely. You can do all of these things. You probably have all of the equipment in your house already. So we go through tech requirements. We go through, um, you know, just some basics of interviewing and then also flip it. So if you are, are the storyteller and want to record yourself, we also give you tips and clues from your perspective how to do it. Nice. So tell me about some of the people who have actually gone through and and done it and what their experiences were. So I have uh, one of our one of our uh, clients slash customers who purchased this uh, purchased the program right before she went home to Idaho for about three weeks to -hmm. visit her family. She hadn't seen her family in a year because of, you know, coronavirus and the, the trip. 
got pushed back several times. Um, so she did the quarantine thing. She finally went. Um, and she, the goal was to interview her grandma, who's in her, I think in her nineties. Okay. And, um, so she went over and if you want to just plow through, through things, you can do it in a, in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. But if you want to take a lot of time, it can take as short or as long as you want it to. Right. Um, and she said the thing that like made me cry the first time she told me was that her grandma said, I just didn't think anybody cared to know my stories. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> And she found out some really hilarious stories about things like things her grandma would do, you know, when she was young and things that she would do, like, like sneaking cigarettes behind her, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Just like really funny stories that you would never, she would have never thought her grandma did. I don't remember if that's the exact thing, but it was something like grandma, you know, and it was just super fun to know. And so now, now that she's come back from Idaho and she's here um, back in the D.C. area, they actually do, I think, biweekly calls where oh, wow. they continue to record via Skype, which we go into as well in the course how to do that. Um, and she's continuing to have these conversations and her grandma will text her. I'm looking forward to our next chat. <laughs> and so it serves two purposes. One, they're recording stories that they would have never even known before. Right. They're building bonds with each other. That even stronger than they had before. And it's solving the problem of what to talk about. Yeah. I feel like there's some people I call and we have a nice little chat, but then it's like, uh, for those of us who are not phone talkers, it gets a little right. difficult, right? So this yeah. is like, okay, great. Let's do a few minutes of chitty chat and then let's dig into our questions. Yeah. And, and you always have follow-up questions and the dialogue is really led very naturally from there. Um, so it can be as short or as long as you want, but the main thing is it's building connection and it's, and it's recording, you know, lots of people's legacies for the future and for their future family. That's awesome. I was actually thinking about it. I have, so on my mom's side, I have, uh, I have some lineage that goes through Denmark and I actually have a friend who's in Denmark and I'm thinking maybe I should have him speak it in his accent. <laughs> like I'll so write, cool. I'll write the thing and have him yeah. speak it. And then I, it's like, you can put together this audio book, you know, of somebody else. So it kind of just feels a lot more. I mean, that, that side of the family is long gone now, but we do have right. some, some of the stories that they've written down. And so, yeah, uh, you can add whatever you have to it. Right. Yeah. So Once I you have the bones cool. of the audio book, add as much as you can. Yeah. So cool. So I'm, I'm excited to jump into this on my own as well. Um, and, you know, something like you and I, we, we've grew, we've grown up with the idea of, you know, this should be something that we should do. Like we should tell our stories and we should share our stories for posterity and, uh, both sides. But for those people who maybe never have had that in their mind or in their heart, what are some, what are some more, um, some more things that, that would lead them to want to do this? Absolutely. There was this project has gone through several iterations. And at one time, and I still do just I've just been focusing more on getting out to more people. Um, In the in the beginning, I I wanted to do individual storytelling recording. So I would go to different people's houses, and I did several test runs. And there was one specific client that I just remember her telling about a particularly difficult time with one of her children. And Mm -hmm. she started telling all of her feelings and thoughts behind it and what she was feeling when the kid was far away. And I just thought, man, does he know this? You know, that would make all the difference in the world to me 
to know now as an adult, the other side of the story Mm. and help to heal some of those, those rifts that might still be there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot we talk about with our therapists, but also, (laughs) you know, (laughs) what can we talk about with our parents now in a non-confrontational manner? That's just understanding more and more that they're just people too. And we were all just doing the best we can. Yeah. And I think that that is really one of a main major takeaway of these audio recordings is that as, as these folks are telling their history and thoughts and feelings about the past, we're all people and we were all just doing our best. And even at times when we feel like we are failing the most, you were doing your best and that's okay. You know, and as, as a kid to know that about my parents or my grandparents or my great grandparents can help, I think can help me when I'm going through those times to just be like, you know, we've all been there. Right. And we're all just doing our best and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So as far as business in general, like what got you wanting to start a business? Sure. So um, my my undergrad was in music education and I taught choir and drama for about four years and loved it, loved it, loved it. But I always felt like that was not the end of my education. Um, I always had an interest working with nonprofits, specifically in helping them um, to work more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that it was just, it was business leadership. It was business development. It was organizational change management. So I ended up going back for a a master's degree in organizational change management and leadership theory. Um, So I I loved studying the inner workings of how businesses run, how they are most efficient, where they fail the most, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, like the proof is in the pudding. So it's time to start one for myself as well. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really great at coaching and I have that business, but I wanted to really have kind of a, my own passion project on the side as well. So what were, I mean, was there anything holding you back from doing that for so long? Um, I think I just had more to learn, honestly. And I, I, you know, worked with some for several years with some small businesses here in DC and it was a great experience to learn, you know, some of the inner workings of, of small businesses from many different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when that time ended, it, I, it was, I received some opportunities from small businesses and entrepreneurs that needed a little, had some gaps in their business and didn't know what they were. And to me, it was like, well, that's obvious. It's this. Yeah. And then I realized, <laughs> Bing! <laughs> that's just how my brain works. So I should probably yeah. use that <laughs> right, to help people and also make money. <laughs> right. I mean, that is a huge part of it is finding, you know, there's the, you know, the, good, the book, Good to Great, where it talks about make sure you have the right people on the bus, but make sure that the right people are in the right seats on the bus. And Correct. it's also your own life. Like right. you have to just, I've had to look at, okay, what are some of the major things that I feel like I have a natural inclination to be good at? And then what are those things that maybe I don't? And let's focus on the things that I can really improve on. Absolutely. And, um. So with when starting businesses, it's it's like, for me, there's a lot of, uh, I, I do get into the planning side a little bit more than I probably should. Uh, but then again, I have been, I have done other, um, projects where I jump head in like head first and not plan at all. <laughs> so, I mean, I think sometimes for most people starting businesses, it, it's the fear of the unknown. Uh, but was that something that maybe ha- that you ever felt while you were doing going through this? 
I feel like there's two types of people. That's not true. You'll and you'll hear why in a minute. There are dreamers or doers, and there are people in the middle that can stand with a foot in both sides. That's a famous <laughs> quote from somewhere, but I can't remember it right now. And I felt like I always had a fit in both worlds. I understood mm-hmm. what pe- what dreamers wanted to do, and I could understand what was stopping them from get there. Yeah, and I could understand doers, and that their lack of dreaming was stopping them from getting there. Yeah. So if you can find somewhere in the middle, if you if you get the skills, and even basic basic business skills, like take some webinars, watch some mm-hmm. things on YouTube. You don't have to get a whole degree to do it. And I know that now. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much education that's out there. You just have to go look for it. For sure. So for those who are, who are dreamers, equip yourself with the tools that are going to help you launch your business and figure out your why, figure out your brand, figure out, and then go for it. And Mm -hmm. for those who are, who are doers, who maybe the focus is money and that's amazing. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You just got to find your niche. That's going to help you get there. Yeah. I love it. Stephanie, you are amazing, as I've always known. (laughs) Love it. Love being here. Well, tell me more about um, the auxiliary products that come along with the course. Absolutely. You have the online course that you'll go through, but I mean, is there anything physical that somebody can work with as well? Absolutely. So there's the 30 minutes and there's six short lessons that end up being about 30 minutes of of video viewing. And then there are three different guides. There's a storyteller workbook. So if you are recording yourself or want to prepare for someone to record you, you can read through the questions and kind of decide, you know, what stories might I want to tell? Make some bullet points. Is there anything that doesn't fit your life and scratch it out? It's your story to tell, but it's basically a way of kind of helping you brainstorm what you would like to include and what you want, what you might not want to. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on top of that, there's an interviewer guide that helps go through some tips and basics of proper interviewing etiquette, and then an abbreviated version of the storyteller workbook so that you and the person that you're interviewing can go through and make a game plan of what you want to include and what you don't, right? Mm -hmm. So if I was doing this for myself right now, I would probably leave out the part about kids because I don't have any kids and that would be a really boring section, right? (laughs) (laughs) So get on the same page about what you want to include and what you don't, you know? So maybe for me, I don't want to include anything about my non-existent children because they're not here yet, but I might want to include a lot about my nieces and nephews because I was around them a ton when they were a kid and I want to tell them stories of the things that I remember as like a bonus adult for them, you know, as someone that was there watching them grow up. I have tons of memories of them, of funny things they did as kids or shenanigans they got into that maybe their parents weren't there for. So Mm -hmm. I might want to include more in that, in that area. So I, if I was working with an interviewer, I would add a couple more questions in that area or, or, or shift it just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So those are the first two guides. And then the third guide is a tech guide that gives you some some brief, um, quick, easy suggestions for if you want to go a little further than just using your phone. If, for example, you can get some pretty inexpensive lavalier microphones and a pretty inexpensive tripods that can really make your video and audio pop mm-hmm. in a good way, not, yeah. <laughs> not in a pop as a bad way for audio, um, and just some tips about lighting. So those three guides come with it as digital downloads, digital downloads, but can also be purchased as physical copies as well. 
as mm-hmm. an add-on package through the website. That's cool. I mean, you've really thought of everything, haven't you? <laughs> I just want to make it easy for people, right? <laughs> the goal is to get it done. Yeah. And as quickly and easily, as seamlessly as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So, no sweat. I mean, I, I kind of want to hear more of the experiences that you've had, you've heard from people. Totally. I think th- those are two great ones. There was another one that, um, that some folks in Arizona did that they actually took turns, some of the kids in the family interviewing. So on the audio recordings, there's different children's voices interviewing their parents. That was really special. Um, there's also, you know, you could do that with your, your grandchildren asking questions. Um, you can, you know, do audio recordings of yourself. I've heard some good feedback about that, but mm-hmm. I'm just loving the connection between people that it's building yeah. in, in a time where we feel very disconnected. Like this For year, sure. there are a lot of lonely people in the world. There's a lot of disconnection and, yeah. if, you know, some really just heartfelt questions can be asked that can make those phone calls happen more often and yeah. keep people look forward to them. Amazing. Yeah. I loved how you were talking about how, you know, especially for people who aren't necessarily as quite as chatty, um, like that could just like be a thing that even if you've got, um, so we just had Christmas and my, my, my brother was talking to my mom and just saying, you know, we had some pictures of my dad's mom, my grandma. And she, he was like, you know, I really don't have a lot of, of connection with her. Like, I love her, but I saw her as more of like, we revere you. We don't like we don't like know about you totally and um so she he you made knew a, grandma the, the myth and the legend right, exactly but not uh, grandma the person which right. is very common yeah it's very common so i mean that's something that would be really good for especially if you, if you have like um you know preteens or even kids that you know you can just say hey we're going to be doing this as a family project and this becomes the whole family's project and not, and just as you were saying, it creates that connection between the generations. And I just think it's such a great, especially new year's resolution. Like you could set it up so that you could, you know, be talking to your grandparents or whoever it is that you want to do this with. And you could just say, okay, over the course of this year, we want to cover all of these things. And so every time we get together, we're going to go over these questions or, you know, just kind of, Totally pace it out over a time. So, or even just like do it all now and then turn it into, as you were saying, an audio book or something that you can actually share amongst the whole family, which I think is awesome. Absolutely. So what are some of the the biggest takeaways that you've had from this experience of putting this whole project together? Sure. I mean, with any project you learn a lot, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I think, I think it was nice. I think that there's a lot of entrepreneurs that they'll hit that first roadblock and be like, ah, it's a bad idea. Mm. But really it just needed a couple more versions, right? So this idea has been here for several years and I tested and and tried different ways. I know that's not going to work. Oh, that's a headache. Oh, that's really complicated. That's not meeting my mission and my goal. That's not meeting my why. And then it was like, just do it this way. But if I had stopped on those first two, it would never have gotten to this point. So number one for entrepreneurs, if it's, if it's a passion that you have and you feel like it's a great idea and you've done your research and the market is there, just get creative. Mm -hmm. Just keep trying different iterations. That's going to get you to your goal because you'll find it somewhere in that process. 
So it was was good to go through that. (laughs) I I feel like you just explained like my entire, like the last 10 years of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Looking at all the, all of the things that I've wanted to do, but then, you know, just really reshaping it as I go, like, how many times have I said, oh, I redid my website or how many websites have I, do so I have? True. I mean, I so have good. a lot, <laughs> but. And here's um, the thing too. There's so much of it. There's the website rebuilding. There's the Instagram stuff there. I mean, there's so many different components, but a lot of that just ha- can happen here too. Yeah. Right? right in your mind. It's right in your mind, the visualization of it. I mean, how many iterations did this go through? Probably six or seven. How many physical iterations did it go to? Two. Yeah. You know, there was the testing of the first one when I was like, this is going to be awesome for these clients that I worked with, but it's not something I want to do long term, nor do I think it's a good use of time or money, nor does it meet the goal of getting to as many people as possible. It wasn't Mm going to happen. So I wasn't meeting my goal. It was taking too long. It was costing too much money. I need to go back to the drawing board, which is here. Mm -hmm. And it went through several, several more iterations for about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. before I was like, this, this is what I need to do. This is what mm-hmm. I need to sit down and build. So I needed to create it, created it. I need to create it first in my mind before I created it physically. Yeah. Um, and so by the time it showed up, it was like, yeah, it already existed because it was in my mind first. Yeah. I just needed to get it done. And that's great. Yeah. So if it, I know a lot of folks that I work with, it's like, oh, that costs so much money to go through. No, no, no. Your your thoughts and your dreams don't cost anything. Mm-hmm. You're going through the scenarios and you're writing it out and you you mind mapping it and you brainstorming on paper. That doesn't cost you anything but time. And if you have the gift of time, use it mm-hmm. to brainstorm and go through those different processes before you make it. You know, you you put money into your website, you put money into you all your social media, your printing, everything else that goes involved in it. Mm-hmm. You do it here first before you do it physically. And then once you create it, keep tweaking from there. Mm-hmm. But it's good. But I think number one, it's helped me, you know, go through one of many, many projects that I'll work on in the, in the future, right? It's just more experience, more education, um, more evidence to show me that you don't give up after the first time right? You keep going, you keep tweaking and you move on to the next step. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you would like to share with the world, Miss Stephanie Butler? Oh my goodness. A really good question. Is there anything else you want to know? <laughs> I'm good at asking questions, but I, I'm not. <laughs> you, are. you are very good at asking. Just kidding. I'm like very <laughs> assured of myself. <laughs> no, but you are. Uh, that's something I, so Stephanie, and I were technically second cousins, it's true. <laughs> so, but this goes back to like layer a little bit more of the, like my family really is the most important thing. Um, it had, I mean, we would, the reason you and I know each other is because we would have family reunions and mm-hmm. you know, get together on every couple of, every couple of months for some big holiday and totally. Um, it's through those that I have some of my very best friends and like, it's, it's something that if we're focusing on family, these are the most important things we need to not only, uh, meet the people, but also dig deeper as though, cause in the end, I mean, I have a lot of friends that I don't talk to or have no reason to reach out, but a family member, it's like, well, I could just reach out, you know, cause that's kind of in line with the totally hey 
well, we're family. That's why I'm calling. <laughs> hey, I just need to talk through this real quick. Okay, cool. Hit right. Me, you know? Right. Right. Totally. So, and there's friends you can do that with too, for sure. For sure. But, uh, but it's been awesome to work on this project because it is so family <laughs> focused with yeah. someone who gets it, who gets, you know, the encouragement that we had as children, but also kind of the guilt that came with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so much guilt. (laughs) Unintended, but like you do this, but also it's stressful, but also you do it, you know, record your history, record your history, record your history. So good. I'm not a journal writer. So this is all I got. This is all I got. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, it could turn into record my history. Thank you. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's good. And it's turned in kind of, you know, someone pointed this out to me at the launch day. I launched it to some close friends and family and um, a good friend of our families that knew my mom really well said, wow, this is like an amazing tribute to her. And I hadn't really thought of that before, but it is. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to let anyone else I know go through what I went through, which is not having taken the time to ask those questions. With my mom, because yeah. we always had later. Yeah. If I have a way to, to keep that from other people from going through that, then this is this is what I can offer the world, you know? Yeah. Well, I thank you, Stephanie. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on this episode. For links to products mentioned or to leave me a voice message, check out your show notes. To get email updates on this podcast or a link to support what I do and be entered in to win a free custom song via my Patreon, go to ChelseaRobson.com. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by IRLBrandMarketing.com. You need to build your own business and you can get all the web-based tools and even the design help you need right there. By doing so, I will also give you free promotion on this podcast. If you have any questions, just email info at IRLBrandMarketing.com. I've loved hanging out with you. Until next episode, I believe in miracles. Go out and make today a great day.